Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, you sound like the mayor of a Disney town. Frown town. Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, I would... Okay. Here's something that I I recently have... Uh, so, I, I, so, okay, Disney, right? So, Black Panther 2 is coming out. Um, and okay. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, Disney's behind it. I'm not going to go see it because yeah. uh, I have a whole anti-Disney thing. And I was talking to someone about this, and they were like, well, you should go see it because it's still black people working with Disney. But I was like, yeah, but Disney's also still the same company that has like and still uh like benefits and profits from the exploitation of like racist caricatures and stereotypes. So it's like really hard for me to support like this thing. It's it's like someone being like, yo, I do blackface on the weekends, but I also take the <laughs> I take the money from the blackface I do on the weekends and I support a black family. It's like, okay, I mean <laughs> it's dope that the black family has a house, but could you not do blackface to do it? And they're like, nah. I like doing the blackface. I it's that that's what it feels like. That's, like I'm su- that's how they that's how they make the money. I I mean, and I get it. Like it's not just blackface, by the way. It's also like because uh, I I recently remembered the Aristocrats. No, Aristocats. You remember the Aristocats? I uh, do remember the Aristocats. There's some mad racist scenes in that. <laughs> like uh-huh. it's uh, uh-huh. or even like uh, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you think about the, the the Siamese cats, right? The Siamese yeah, twins cats. Yeah, yeah, I am. Stupid racist. The song is going through my head right yep. now. Mad racist. And as a kid, I thought that was so cool. As an adult, I'm like, oh, problematic. Oh yeah, and, no, because you want, ran around singing this racist oh, song because it was in a Disney movie. Oh my horrifying. god, horrifying. Yeah, horrifying. Like, who, I feel I feel terrible because at some point, I'm sure I was like singing this around a friend who was Asian, sure. who was like, cool, so I can't be cool with this motherfucker anymore. <laughs> um, well, it, I mean, be- it's in in a similar way, they've also historically, I mean, I guess Disney is trying to be better about like gay shit, but like- Are they? <laughs> it's, it's more just like, they're like, we want, the gays have money now? Okay. Uh, Ooh, I'm, I'm like gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go a, a step further. It's more like, oh, the mainstream is tolerant of it now. Then so are we, because we know yeah. if we're not tolerant of it, we're not in the mainstream anymore. And I think that's yeah. what Disney is about. That money, period. It is. They, if 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 everybody well, it, tomorrow it, was every like slavery, one of their villains is like gay. Yeah, <laughs> like, but no, I was I was gonna say if if, if tomorrow uh, <laughs> everybody was like slavery and anti-gay and anti-trans, Disney would tomorrow be like. Yep, guess what? They'd be like, this oh is where we shit, are. guess what? We're opening up the Disney vault. <laughs> yep, they'd be like, guess what we got for you? It's Birth of the Nation bring- animated. <laughs> <laughs> you know that we've been the waiting for the Disney right time. Vault. You, you know, know that's you know been, they have it's, it. It's been it's been <laughs> done. It's every frame is Goofy's finished. in the clan. It's, it's in the Disney <laughs> vault next to Walt Disney's head. <laughs> you know there you know it is. I, it's I'm so shocked that there was not an animated version of Birth of a Nation or just an animated version in general of so many racist films. Like just King Kong animated, but like the rich like if you see the original King Kong, which I have seen it, which by the way, every time a white person watches that, they're like, Oh, it's so weird to see it. I'm like, fuck you, bro. You see these racist tropes. <laughs> like you see it. 
Like it, yeah. it's I there was a and we're gonna get to the point that we we're getting to by the way this is not the point but there was a there's a podcast I used to watch or not watch I used to listen to uh, that I loved and uh, they were they they did this thing where like we're gonna do a spinoff podcast where we're gonna watch all these old movies and I was like I'm excited for that and then I started watching the spinoff podcast or listening to the spinoff podcast and then as I was listening to it they got to King Kong and I was like okay whatever normally I wouldn't listen to this episode but I'm curious I listened to the episode primarily white people they hit King Kong yeah. and all of the racism in King Kong and refused to address it and i was like you just lost like a for real podcast fan i was like i can't Aww. fuck with you anymore i was like i can't fuck right. with you and like i i when i say like uh and this is just me being uh the person i am so when i like like a person or i like a podcast i like like everything you do so like i'm i'm like watching all your tv shows and watching all your movies uh it really bumped me out when they were like yeah we're not going to talk about the racist parts of this and they, they didn't even like acknowledge that it was racist and then move on it was just like we're not going to talk about it at all and i think either either refusing to acknowledge it irritates me or not being aware of it irritates me i'm not sure which yeah. it is if but they can't see it happening, yeah like either way i can't i was like i can't fuck with you anymore and it's it's it kind of hurt my feelings i was like this is i i, I honestly stopped listening to all their podcasts all their stuff and was just like yeah i can't fuck with this anymore so i guess i don't know what the point of that was i, I was going down a road <laughs> but i guess the point i guess this, the moral of the story is i stopped fucking with disney because of one piece of racism and so i i'm not gonna be able to see black panther 2 and i'm bummed out about it sort of because also a uh, chat with bozeman what died. if you what if you like steal it um, would you watch it then if you didn't have to pay disney well see then i feel like i'm taking from black people it's a weird it's <laughs> It's, it's it's a weird thing it's i i gotta i gotta take the stance of like i can't i can't do any of this because i like the here's here's the best case scenario for me uh like three years from now i'm gonna be on youtube and i'm gonna watch like highlights and i that'll be it that'll be it for me it's like okay. oh okay that's what that All movie right. was about that's gonna be the that's the best case scenario for me i can't steal it because then i'm like stealing from black people i can't support it because disney's behind it i'm just i have to like i'm in this weird space where i'm like yo i want to see this movie but i can't and i also don't want to steal it to watch it because like <laughs> somewhat like black people are getting paid for it i would prefer if we were just like yo maybe as a race and as a culture we should stop fucking with disney i would prefer that but unfortunately disney is currently buying every story that exists to prevent us from doing that i really think disney wants to get to a point where they control what is quote-unquote mainstream i feel like that's why they're buying so many of our stories yeah can you i mean why do you think the entire country is turning into florida <laughs> yeah, solid point it's a steady stream of disney movies uh, it's the worst but okay yeah. speaking of florida uh by the way how are uh, you that's that's not the segue i wanted oh, but how are uh, you me i'm i'm great my dog is being a perfect angel on the other side of green so that's lovely that's fun uh, you know uh, uh the weather is getting cooler thank god yep, you know, for everybody uh at least in the states i don't uh -huh. know what's happening in other places well uh, fun fact uh on the other side of the equator if you're in the south side uh, it should be getting hotter because uh their summer is oh, coming that's up right yeah the world is a different place in that, some like, places i know that pakistan is flooded that really sucks yeah. so it's jackson uh, apparently and jackson uh yes they don't have any water so flooding knocked out their their water system which was already kind of uh shitty they've been knocked like See, knocked out of water for a while see this is what should happen jay every single 
a white person in Seattle who puts water out for dogs, they should send a bottle of water to Jackson, Mississippi instead. I like how it's just one bottle. They should send like gallons of like (laughs) gallons of water. Just one bottle. Here you go. Buy a book of stamps. Just buy a book (laughs) of stamps and a gallon of water and just just put the whole book of stamps on the gallon. Drop it in your nearest P.O. box. Just just address it to Jackson, Mississippi. Don't put a person. Don't put another address. A Jackson, Mississippi and a zip code. And that trust me that water will be it'll get there it's no um so the the wow part about this is it's twofold so and this is gonna by the way thank you for this this is an t- awesome segue that i want to get into uh so here's what i have been noticing on the internet because i i sometimes click into uh areas i don't want to go so i i'm reading about like i'm on a thread where someone's like talking about how jackson is struggling in mississippi and how like this is environmental racism and of course uh anytime you say racism uh every white person who is a racist has to say some shit about it and so my favorite thing is people who are like oh but the mayor of Jackson is black. It's largely a democratic state. So how is this like racism? How is it racism? And first of all, I love how Republicans cannot remember anything from the past ever. They they don't remember like ne- nothing ever happened in the past. Like no- they, they the past doesn't it, exist. But they they remember it as being a grand old time. But like it's it's the wildest parts that like like not even like the slavery aspects, just the segregation aspects. Like what do you think was happening? In Mississippi, when people are like, yo, this part of town is only for black people. and We're not going to spend any money on this part of town. Do you think that the water systems were also segregated? Or perhaps could it be years, maybe even decades of neglecting one side of town and only helping the other side of town, maybe catching up to like all these places in the South? And, and, and here's the other thing that it, it maybe maybe you don't remember the 50s and 60s. Fine, fine. Do you remember? Because the thing that I got was like, well, it's like, well, if like the 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 implement uh God the inference is or the implication is if blacks and Democrats run something, they'll run it into the ground. That's the implication I get from this, right? Uh, and it's like, okay, well, if you're white and Republican, did you forget fucking Texas last year? Like, do we <laughs> when like the last time it snowed when Texas literally all everyone in Texas almost died of cold because they couldn't get any electricity. People, a lot of people did die. Yeah. I said almost everyone, but a lot of people actually straight up and down died in Texas because uh they couldn't fucking manage their electrical system. And last I checked, yeah, I Texas, mean, I I know just it I'll I'll give you one example in Texas, you know, Texas as I'm gonna call them for the rest of this Tejas. goddamn Texas as I'm calling them for the rest of this fucking uh, podcast. I, I was down with my partner and we got woken up at 7 a.m. because there was a fire because the transformer blew out in front oh. of the apartment complex. Oh. And when the transformer blew, it was just showering sparks onto like grass that's been baked Hella at dry. 100 degrees yep. for the la- last three months. And so there was like a fire and it took the city, I think, about 30 minutes to get there. So oh, wow. like in the meantime, everyone's just like, Filling up buckets of water yeah, and throwing old school them. Fire brigade. <laughs> yeah, like old school style because it's taking the city thirty minutes just to get to you know we're not that far from like we're I'll, not that far we're not that far from thing you know we're right. not out in a rural area we're in a city um and but like the time it takes i think for not just the the travel but also i'm willing to bet that uh they probably had to find a tanker with water in it to drive over to you because they can't just fill up anywhere i bet they only have specific tankers filled with water because Possibly. there's uh, also a drought pretty much everywhere and so yeah. the, the point that I, I would make here is uh, I find it interesting that there is this 
this mentality amongst the GOP and Republicans and primarily white racists, let's just be honest, like white supremacists and 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 bigots have this this mentality that um if a Democrat is in charge, that chaos will ensue. And if the Democrat is a person of color, even more likely to happen. And it's, it's again, it's ironic to me when uh, the entirety of the country and where we are right now, most people would be like, I don't like where America is, but the entirety of America got here uh, because of white people and, and, and Republicans. But I thought it would be a really good time for us to talk about something that is happening that is very similar, where... Uh, it's like the the arch of this point, like the the peak of of the Democrats can't handle what Republicans can handle bullshit. And it, it's right. been it happened this week uh, and it happened uh, involving two specific people. Um, and I need to start off by saying I hate both of these people. Um, I'm oh, not God, I don't like I don't like Greg either. Abbott. One of them is Greg Abbott. <laughs> the other is uh, Lori Lightfoot. And I need to say this. I do not care for Lori Lightfoot. I and I get the connotation of what I'm saying here. I get that she's. I, I, I'm pretty sure she's a black queer woman. I'm, I get that I'm like, yo, I don't care for this person. You know what though? You know, it, it, Jay, as a as a queer person, I am not. A, I'm not black, but I am queer, and I will tell you that you know we're just like everyone else in the yeah. fact that like there's a good percentage of us that are just assholes. Yeah, there's <laughs> there is at least. And it's the same thing. I'm 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 a black person. I'm a queer person. I understand that like uh we get to run the gamut. But yeah. what I'm saying is it, like for example, uh there's one who's just in love with the cops, just fucking loves the cops. <laughs> and that's Lori Lightfoot. She just fucking loves the cops. And I don't understand it because uh she looks at the exact same statistics that we look at where the cops are shooting people and she's like, you know what? More of that. That's what I want. But anyway, in this case, uh Governor Greg Abbott uh made Lori Lightfoot Mayor Larry Lightfoot looked like an amazing person because here's what Greg Abbott did. He uh, he's doing this thing where he is sending immigrants by buses to sanctuary cities. And wow. recently he sent 79 immigrants on a bus, which, by the way, I looked this up. It's 17, uh, 17 hours. It's a 17 hour drive from yeah, that's Texas to Chicago. Drive. Yeah. He sent 79 immigrants from Texas to Chicago and dropped them off in Chicago. Now, when he did that, uh, Lori Lightfoot was quoted, and this is the reason why I'm saying, like, I, I hate that. I hate both these people, but I, I have to give uh, Lori Lightfoot credit. Uh, here's what Lori Lightfoot said. I'm going to quote her almost directly because I thought what she said was great. Uh, she said, um, oh, God, I want, now that I want to find the quote. Okay, okay, here we go, here we go. While there's no way we can fully make up for the cruelty that our new neighbors have experienced, what we have and will continue to do is welcome them with open arms. I refuse to turn our backs on them in a time they need support the most. For folks that decide that Chicago is going to become their home, we'll work with them to decide what does that look like for finding employment in terms of housing. We'll work with them to see about their jobs and resources to get them connected. Uh, it is my prayer, literally, that this man, Abbott, finds some humanity and doesn't do this, but surely he'll continue to do what he seems determined to do. We're ready. We are the village. We are going to make sure that whoever comes to Chicago, that we are going to take care of them, that they are going to find shelter and that they will be welcomed and we will do whatever it takes to make sure that their rights are respected. Okay. So that was the full statement from Lori Lightfoot, which as I said- a statement. I, uh, I, when you say Lori Lightfoot and then you read that statement, I'm like- huh. Don't, they don't connect. <laughs> it, it says, it's got such a, I, it's not- Tolerant and- it's, and- it's right. weird, but good. Yeah. I, I hope mean, that she wants to continue to 
to to do that. I mean, uh, great assault. She's a politician. She knows the game. She yeah. she knows what's up. And I assume that I she wants to be more than mayor. I keep being reminded of that over and over. Yeah, and over she knows again. the game. She knows what's <laughs> up. And she's the mayor of one of the largest cities in America. And when you're the mayor of a large city, just like the mayor of New York, always kind of has this buzz around like them going on to become like president or like sure. bigger office, like bigger, more powerful offices. I think sure. because she has this mayor mayorship mayorship mayoral mayorship. Uh, in yeah. mayoral ship, May- mayorhood, mayorhood, I, mayorhood. I like mayorhood because she has the mayorhood, <laughs> son. Uh, because she has this mayorhood, uh, she knows that it leads to other things, and she's playing this like a Democrat. So a Democrat would right. say, "Send us their immigrants. We're ready." I think my my thing is, I want to see what happens when, uh, like, as these people go through the system, how they get treated because they're not really getting treated well in Texas, as we can imagine. I I and again, I okay, so I don't know that for sure. Uh, because here's the thing. Texas has spent $12 million to send immigrants from Texas to East Coast cities. They have spent $12 million. In fact, I can just tell you the exact amount. The state has already paid a total of $12,707,720.92 to win transportation to bus thousands of migrants from uh Watch from Texas border communities to Washington, D.C., New York City, and Chicago. Uh, and by the way, as a side note, another mayor of a large city I don't like who's also black, Eric Adams. <laughs> Eric Adams also, uh, you know, brought people in, took them in, called the move inhumane, uh, was not as yeah. eloquent as Laurie about it because, I mean, he's Eric Adams. He's a former cop. He's not going to be super, uh, he's not going to be super uh, eloquent. But I will say this, um, in the, at this point, they have sent uh, 7,400 migrants to D.C. They've sent 1,500 to New York. And they have also sent like 79 to 80 or about 100 to Chicago. And this is all just uh, being paid for, by the way, out of from what I understand, Texas tax dollars, but also sort of our tax yeah. dollars because $3 billion of our is all being done under this thing called Operation Lone Star, which, by the way, let's talk about Operation Lone Star. Uh, this is how this, it's a program that Greg Abbott started. Of course and, it's called Operation Lone Star. Which by the way, like, okay, I they named it. They named it after like the flag. <laughs> yeah. I understand that the Lone Star flag is Texas, like Texas flag. Tea, Teas? Teas de flag. Tejas. The fla- Flago de, ta- de Teas. <laughs> I don't think Flago is how you say flag in Spanish, actually. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, I I honestly should know how to say flag in Spanish, and I'm a little ashamed of myself. Bandera. Uh, I know that. <laughs> bandera de bandera de teas. Uh, but um, I get I get that it's the flag, right? I get it. So I get that. But like, at any point, does Texas is Texas aware of how like it it presents itself? Does Texas know that it's like mad racist, and we all think it's mad racist? I guess that's what I I, I think I think the. The people in Texas are aware. But is Texas aware? uh, You mean the the government of Texas? The people in power? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Are they aware? They they are absolutely aware and they could not care less about how racist you think they are because they know they're racist. They're intending to be racist. Like at some point you have to be like, look. Would it be easier for you if they just, if they were just like, we want to spend three billion dollars on a racism would it be easier no, for you to accept it if i mean said it out, out loud? <laughs> wow you sound like my therapist now uh <laughs> <laughs> um 
I mean, maybe I, I think. Okay, so it's this. All right. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna walk through this, and I just need you to like at some point you have to realize that you're just being the most oppressive shit. Like, like okay, even when you look up like, so I looked up Operation Lone Star, and I found the government site. And this was like, this is a small thing. It means nothing to nobody. It's very, very small. And I need you to understand that this means absolutely nothing. But it, it's like, the, it's indicative in my mind of how I think Texas is approaching this. So when you go to the website, one of the first things I notice about the website is when I sign in to it, it's TIDC. So it's, it's first of all, it's the Texas Indigent Defense Commission. Uh, in case you're wondering what indigent means, because I was definitely wondering, I looked it up. Essentially just means people uh, who are poor. Uh, penniless so it's the it's the defense of the poor are the penniless so first of all uh what the fuck uh how is the border patrol defending poor people but whatever here's that's not the that's not the thing by giving them jobs jay that's not the thing that's not the thing that uh that i actually i'm just kidding they don't give poor people jobs they don't they don't at all uh but here's the thing i noticed i noticed that as soon as you go to this site you get this little pop-up and it says cookie notice and uh all it says is and it doesn't give you the option to reject it. And yeah. that's that in, I, in I, my mind is indicative of everything Texas. Um, <laughs> they do not care about your rights. They do not care, not even like from the standpoint of the established rights legally. They don't care about just you as a person. It, they don't care about uh, things being terrible for you. Like even when you look at this website, this is a shittily designed website. Uh, none of this makes it's sense. Not great. It doesn't have any information in it. Like you would think like, okay, so like I get like, like if I'm a taxpayer, right? And I'm, I'm in Texas and I've been putting money into taxes in Texas and I hear $12 million has gone to Operation Lone Star for transportation alone. And I hear about another 3 billion that's going for federal funding towards it. I have real questions about what Operation Lone Star does. And maybe when I sign into this, seeing a giant fucking shot of a long fence looking like the Great Wall might be enough for me. <laughs> it, it, they truly shot this to be like, look at this, they, they Great Wall this. And you know they tried yeah. to go for like, look at this great fence. I get that I'm supposed to be like, Oh, okay, cool. I can hear myself. I get that I'm supposed to be like impressed Sorry, by yeah, this. Fix You're it. fine. I get that I'm supposed to be impressed by this, but like this doesn't really tell me because this is already extant wall. So we're not we're not building. This isn't wall that got built by Operation Lone Star. This is wall that already existed. Well, and so I, like, I I, I want to point out too that like the way that Greg Abbott, like people are like, how could you use federal funds for like this racist bullshit? And, like the way that he got. He was able to use these as he declared a disaster. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go even further. Just know three billion dollars are allocated specifically to border funding anyway. So like it was going that way no matter what. And because yeah. Texas is on the border and Texas controls his own border because of states' rights, he didn't have to declare a state of emergency. He could that money was gonna go. And had been right. earmarked already for border security. I mean, he got more money though by declaring yes. it a disaster as yes. well. Yes, and Which and he got he got I Texas am, money for that. He got Texas money for that. I want I want to say money. as an aside too, like you know, I I hear a lot of people like joking, and this is just an aside because I was thinking about FEMA and yeah, <laughs> having a PTSD flashback from thinking about FEMA. But there's oh, a God. lot of people who keep talking about like. Oh, when the government puts me in a camp or when you get put into a camp or blah, 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 as though like those things already exist. And like people are being like when immigrants come in, they're being put into camps already. Yeah. Already happening. FEMA camps. Like it's already happening to a bunch of people. And it's, it's, well, it's not a FEMA it, camp, but it's a it's a camp. Yeah. Right. It's it, sorry. Not a FEMA camp, but yeah. like I, 
That's what I'm. That's what I'm familiar with. Theoretically, a FEMA camp would be way better. Um, yeah, you'd have your whole own trailer. You still have rights. Have. I mean, you still have rights in a FEMA camp for starters. Uh, you don't have very many rights when I, you're a migrant. Yeah, I don't know why I, I was thinking because I think that's the last one uh, someone was like. Yeah, someone like, probably FEMA. said FEMA camp. Yeah, someone probably said FEMA camp. But like people talk about like, oh, when we're in the camps, haha, I'm gonna be put in the camps for saying this thing, and it's like, no, you're literally like they're not. You're not gonna end up. Like, you're not in a camp. There are actual people in camps. And historically, the United States has not been shy about creating and putting people in camps. Sorry for Still, yelling. Yeah, I no, you're just, fine. Guantanamo it's Bay. It's a thing I've been seeing a lot. And even as a joke, it just... It's not a good joke. It burns me up. Yeah. It burns it's not a, me it's up. It's not a good joke. And so I think the and I, th- I think the frustration for me is... It's twofold. All right. So if I'm a, if I'm a Texas taxpayer and I hear about this, like... Emergency need at the border. First of all, I know $3 billion of my taxes federally are going to the border. So I'm like, all right, right. so why did you need all this extra money for? And then I hear that you spent $12.7 million at wind transportation, right? So I see that and I'm like, all right, $12.7 million at wind transportation. Uh, which, by the way, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, wind? That, like, how, weren't they the ones whose buses were catching on fire? I mean, maybe. Was that the... Was that the or was I honestly I think- don't know. <laughs> I, I, maybe... Uh, because here's the thing, when you look up wind transportation right now, the hottest thing about them is that they got $12.7 million to bus immigrants. It's hard to yeah. find out anything else about them. The whole front page for them is $12 million came in for them. And like, I looked up their website and like, I looked up who they were. They're not going to advertise that they had buses catch on fire on their website, but they're, <laughs> they're a charter organization. They provide services to businesses, corporations, uh, municipal and government agencies. We're looking for contract transportation, which, okay, fine. I'm not mad at them for having a business and then for landing a government contract. Though I have real questions about how they landed a $12 million government contract. Because, and we're gonna we're gonna get into this a little bit more after break. Uh something interesting that I found in one of the Chicago, let's see, uh represent representatives, uh US representative Jesus Chuy Garcia uh from Illinois uh said and this is from this this Chicago article. So this is after Lightfoot. This is another person. Uh, he said that Texas officials promised the immigrants, all of them from Venezuela, they would have access to lawyers, housing, and other forms of assistance to lure them on the bus. When they arrived Wednesday, they told officials they had not eaten all day. So basically, they didn't get any bus snacks or lunch or 17 hours of no food. But like 17 hours for fucking $12 million for... A company, which, by the way, when you look at their site, are touting how they provide services to businesses and corporations and academic clients and municipal clients and government agencies. So here are all the types of services that they provide, which, by the way, I have never been on a business service that did not feed me. I've never gone to anything that was more than two hours that was business and they weren't like, here's food. There are times I've gone to stuff for an hour and they're like, yo, we're happy you're here. There are danishes and stuff out to the side. There's always food involved for everything business. So what I don't understand is how you paid them. Like, where did that 12.7 million go if all you did were trips from you know multiple trips from Washington DC to uh Chicago or to Texas and then Texas to Chicago and then Texas to to New York if in Texas to New York by the way and Texas to Washington DC uh shittier trips by the way like longer shittier yeah. trips and if you're not feeding or taking care of the people on those buses or even giving them opportunity to get off the bus and get food which I doubt it seems like you're running them fully there and they have to stay on the bus the entire time because then you don't want to spread migrants even though you totally are the entire thing seems and smacks of just stupid irresponsibility and my question is if I'm a Texas pa- taxpayer or a Texas taxpayer I don't know how to say taxpayer in Mexico and I'm, I'm not Mexico. Oh my god. 
I don't know how to say taxpayer in Spanish. 100% going to edit that out. Don't judge me. I don't know how to say taxpayer in Spanish. And <laughs> actually, now I feel like I got to leave it in. I'm going to leave that in. I don't know how to say taxpayer in Spanish. I don't know how to say ta- And I could look, I could 100% look it up. I'm not going to. But what I, I am going to say, if, if I'm a Teos, a Teos taxpayer, I really want to know where that 12.7 went. I 100% want to know where did that, because like you couldn't even give them food. We gave you $12.7 million, bro. You could have gave them like, a cheap ass breakfast sandwich, like Jimmy Dean's. Like I've, yeah. I've been at terrible hotels where they were literally like, "Here's a frozen Jimmy Dean sandwich," and that's fine, that's right. fine. That that whatever. Just they come like those things literally cost like thirty cents for a frozen sandwich. Like it, I'm just saying, like I've been a Jehovah's Witness before where we spent an hour putting together. Uh, 20 cents at 20 cent knockoff egg McMuffins and cooking right. them uh, all morning. I'm just saying you can do it's that. It's possible shit. to feed people cheap. It yeah, is possible. I'm just saying you can do that shit. Why didn't you? Other than we don't value these people and their safety and their rights. And I feel like that's a for real civil rights violation. Um, yeah. And I think that and the last thing, and then we got to go to break. The last thing I think the, the reason why this happened is because, because they're not American citizens, their thought process is, well, who's going to stand up for them? Right. They can't sue us. They can't stop it. Like the government doesn't even want them here. So we can treat them any way we want to. Let's just pocket this 12 million as much as we can and give like the bare minimum. I actually would be, would not be surprised if they're like, yo, they gave us one bottle of water each and that was it for a 17 hour mm-hmm. drive. I would not be shocked if that was the case. And it, like I said, it leaves some real questions in my mind about where that $12 million went. It also uh, left some questions in a lot of people's minds because there were a ton of investigations by the Texas Tribune and by ProPublica uh, about possible civil rights violations. And when we come Ooh. back from break... Yeah, we're going to learn about that and how terrible they actually were. Yeah, we're going to... we're gonna. Uh, well, no, I mean, I we already... Say, I was going to say yay, but that's not the right... Uh... Well, also, you said we're going to learn how terrible they were, but I feel like we learning already know. Is, we're just going to hard, emotionally hard. We're going to enforce that learning. We're going to we're going to enforce uh, what we already know. It's going to be a it's going to be a terrible time for everyone. Yeah, right. Browntown. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to uh, let you know what you already did, which is uh, Texas uh, is kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I just named this episode Texas sucks. All right, um, <laughs> we'll be back from break. Welcome back to Frown Town. Yay. We're here. We're back. Yes, we are here. We're queer. We're here. Get used to We're it. Queer. We're sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we went to break V, we did something really amazing where we were like, Texas sucks. Yay. Yeah, uh, no. so controversial. <laughs> controversial take right there. Hot take. Uh, hot. The flaming hot, hot Tito take. takes. Yeah. Hotter than Texas in the summer. Oh, snap. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a very hot take. That is. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a deadly hot take. Um, <laughs> triple triple digits, baby. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin. Um, so <laughs> before we went to break, we were talking uh, particularly about uh, Operation Lone Star. Which is Gregor Gregor Governor Greg, Greg Abbott Gregor Abbott Gregor Abbott <laughs> Governor Greg Abbott I don't know why I want to call him Gregor for some reason but Governor Greg Abbott uh, has a multi billion dollar initiative that is funded both by Texas and by federal funding to patrol the Texas border. It's named after the Texas flag. It is yep. uh, as you can imagine. Like I have never seen a person with a flag uh, in the co- like. Okay, let me let me. I have to make sure I put the right guardrails on this. Sure. I have 
I've never seen an American with a flag that felt friendly. I think that's the right guardrails. <laughs> what about <laughs> if an American came up to you and they were waving like um, a rainbow flag? Rainbow. Okay. I've never seen an American with an established country or state flag. <laughs> Got it. That's friendly. I feel like a rainbow flag is... <laughs> I don't, I th- and you can also aggressively wave a rainbow flag, side note. But that's I, true. I, yeah, you can very aggressively <laughs> right, wave a rainbow flag, but I feel like. Um, I mean, have you seen those Christian flag brigades? Well, I mean, flag corps in general, <laughs> and this is a sidetrack, but like now we're here. Uh, have you ever seen like a for real flag? Like, so I, I always ask this because. Um, yeah, I see I the, know, the, the college kids. White. I don't know how to I, say it. No, I've seen the flag. I've seen flag people and they the people who wave around the flags are the uh who the big ones yeah the, those the are the bravest corps. those are the bravest people i've ever seen because they're tossing basically a giant spear into the air and then yeah. catching it and it's got I, like I, weight on one side yeah yeah i'm more meaning like there's the people in the church that like do the flag dancing it's a thing maybe it's just a like a white church thing continue so wait, <laughs> you, flag so, dancing they have these like little flags uh-huh. that are like different colors that are like all different colors and they like but they're like small like they're small oh, shit, they're little thing. and they wave them around are you looking it up right now uh, of course i am <laughs> also you're so, saying they're small but the first one i found these flags are the same size as her body <laughs> i think it depends some on of how, them some of them can be bigger but God. there's a lot of yeah. people who like will go you'll see at it's becoming more popular at like christian music festivals and you'll see like a i wait, guess that's what i've seen wait 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 this is a real thing that people do use to worship god yes <laughs> Okay, I'm going to see the video I'm looking at right now. I think you need to see it. I, I, I need you to see this. Maybe like, you've seen it before. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I didn't I didn't Look at this go... video. And, and honestly, just jump okay. to like two minutes in. Just jump to two minutes in. It's okay. worth it. Literally jump to like two minutes in because that's when twin flags come out. So it starts off with one flag. And then about two minutes in, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like... Okay, so here's... Okay. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts. Uh, okay, okay, oh my God. Okay, okay, okay. So, first yeah. of all, like, you can't just do the shit you want to do and be like, well, it's for God, right? Can we just establish that? Like, you can't call it worship and it be, I feel like at some point, because I mean, like, no, I you're be worshiping. Like, Yo. you're, th- this is but what like, I do. I, I'll give a blowjob and I'm like, this is for Jesus. This is a worship blowjob. <laughs> yeah. A worship, like, that's what I'm saying. You can't just put worship in front of something and be like, Yo, like, this is for God. <laughs> I mean, you are praising him, but <laughs> I, just, <it> just <laughs> I just feel like you can't put worship in front of things and then be like, this is like, I feel like at some point, like, like, okay, like, uh, I'm not God and I'm not trying to compare myself to God, but I am a person. And if so, like, I, I, there are gifts you can give me. I don't want. Right. So if it's my birthday and you're like, yo, right. I like to dance. But since it's your birthday, here's a birthday dance for you. I don't want your birthday <laughs> dance. You see what I'm saying? I feel like right. I feel like uh, we assume that God appreciates our worship no matter how we give it to him. But I don't think that's the case because if we're made in God's image and we don't appreciate all the things people give us, maybe God doesn't appreciate all the stuff we're giving him. I'm just saying like maybe think about that before you break out your goddamn flags and start dancing a fool on YouTube. I just, because this is not for God. 
<laughs> yeah. This is for you. And that's okay. You can dance for you. Dance with your flags for you. I just like- looked it up because I was like, I was wondering, I was like, I bet, I bet at Acquire the Fire, there are people fucking flag dancing now. I don't know if you know Acquire the Fire, but it was a big Christian music uh, festival. Uh, but then uh, oh apparently <laughs> Acquire the Fire, they shut down. They're, they're no longer. So I feel like uh, one of my childhood demons guess, has been slayed. I guess they couldn't <laughs> acquire... They could acquire any more fire, I suppose. The fire is no, burned out. They, they, they did acquire the fire, as in they got fired uh, from the existence. Okay, <laughs> that sounded way darker. Uh, <laughs> they no longer exist. They don't snap them out of existence. Only them. Um, okay, so that's a weird sidetrack, but I, I'm glad we had it. I just want to point out, I did not know flag dancing as worship was a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, welcome and also, to, this is, I have this is yet welcome. to see a little flag. All these flags are giant as fuck, okay. by the way. I've seen, I feel like you lied to me on that. <laughs> I've seen people flag dancing with like smaller flags. And it's like kind of like they're raving with glow sticks. But instead of glow sticks, they have flags. So I actually looked up uh, praise dancing with smaller flags. And all I got is how to make worship flags. And then there's also <laughs> like, like what types of poles to use. This is a whole thing. It's I, a whole thing. I may have found my Halloween costume. I'm going to be <laughs> a worship flag dancer just because I didn't know this existed until. Also, uh, okay, so now the next time I go to, with a white person to a black church and they act extra about how like how like over the top black service is, I'm really <laughs> not trying to hear it anymore because we're not bringing yeah. out flags. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay, did the, last did thing. black people speak in tongues in church? Yeah. Or- yeah. Okay, we yeah, did that it, but, too. That's yeah. pretty over the top. There's a lot of uh, tongue speaking and then just a lot of uh, getting catching the spirit where you end up kind of yeah. dancing to the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you, you just you suddenly just scream for no reason. Yes, Lord. Yeah, but it's always like... In, it's <laughs> there was a like, lot no of one, that. No one ever screams like uh, things that are not in conjunction with what's being said. It's always like screams right. of like agreement. It's never like, right. no! It's always just, yes! <laughs> it's always like, yes. Uh, yeah. But no, okay, all right. So, <laughs> last thing okay last thing are these really flags because it looks more like it's just cloth dancing i feel like a flag has to have like symbols and color and some Listen, of them have co- some of just flat cloth it's just cloth i feel dancing. like burlesque has come a long way a in TEDx the mainstream culture in the last yeah. you know 10 years and the christians maybe they thought they were gonna reclaim this is a lot oh of my those God, this is christian legit burlesque. Uh, christian burlesque a lot of those a lot of those flags that I, I look at them, I'm like, that's the exact same kind of like stuff that I see burlesque dancers using, but they're using, they're fully clothed. So that's, yeah. it's. And, and, and key difference. In a Christian burlesque, like, you put, you start wearing like a one piece swimsuit and mm-hmm. then you just put more clothes on. I was saying a Christian burlesque, you start off wearing a shirt, a tie and a pair of pants, and then you slowly put on a three piece suit. <laughs> just, like, putting on the buttons for the I best. guess it depends on your denomination, you know. Yeah. If, they, if they're a pool party church or not. Correct, correct. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm really blown away by this. Uh and I am gonna spend some time with this. I just I I I I like that the thing that I'm really kind of stuck on right now is why do they keep calling these flags? These are not flags. Like at least put like a cross on them. Like, okay, so it's Christian, right? So go mad like crossy or like like put some You should see you should see Jesus oozing out of them, though. I, That's and, the point. Right. That's what I feel like these are they're just... projecting Jesus so hard that like you can feel 
but I, I don't because Jesus isn't on the flags. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like, like if it were like, okay, I was at this uh, DJ set last night and uh, this cool thing happened where the DJ dropped a lot of smoke and they had these special like lights and lasers that when with the smoke and the way the lasers were moving, you could see images in the smoke. And I was like, this oh, is that's dope. cool. This that's is super dope. dope. Like, yeah, yeah, this is super dope. And it was like, you could tell the DJ had like kept it for like, the crowd's getting kind of dead. I got to liven them up. Smoke. Yeah. Images. And it's like, yeah, we're back into it. All right. So why not? Images on the flag so that you're telling a story. Sure. But the story is visual. So like if I come a this Jesus way, hologram. I see Jesus' face. Like yeah. stay, like hologram in space. And then they come that way. And now here's Judas betraying him. I, I just, I feel like the artistry is not here. And if this were really for God, the artistry would be there. <laughs> I just I feel like God wouldn't watch this is what I'm saying like I, I I made it through 30 seconds and I was like no thank you I feel like God is like next immediately <laughs> immediately <laughs> like if this is uh, America's top top model no uh, what's the one uh, America's Got Talent God is hitting X like five seconds in on flag dancing he's just like X X X X he's out he's he was out. like do you know what I've seen in my life I've seen so much he's like I knew you were going to do this and i still i still don't want to see it i, knew, I know what you're going to do and i don't want to see it i know you're not going to listen to me because you never do all right um so let's talk about operation lone star uh which speaking does of not flags. flag dance yeah speaking of flags operation lone no star. they do they just wave a different flag in your face and say get on the bus <laughs> Yeah, so when we went to break, we talked about right before how there was, uh, I think it was Jesus Chuy Garcia, who is a representative for, a Democratic representative for Illinois in the House of Representatives, uh, mentioned that Texas officials were telling immigrants that they were going to be able to get on the bus, that they would get food and shelter and uh, lawyers and all this amazing stuff, just get on the bus, and then they sent them to Chicago 17 hours away where they did not give them food. And I am assuming they did not give them water, but maybe they did. I'm guessing they just got off at the bus station and then they were like, see ya. No, they made a big deal about the, the drop-off part because like they were really like, we're handing this to Chicago. They really made a big deal about that. Um. But... What has been found is that currently, uh, the Texas Tribune, by the way, has an entire write-up on this. I'll put it in the notes. Uh, ProPublica and the Texas Tribune have been really investigating this pretty hardcore. And interestingly enough, uh, what they have found uh, is, well, it's two things. First, they found a number of alleged civil rights violations. And those alleged Mm. civil rights violations are currently under investigation by the Department of Justice. So let's walk through this piece by piece. Let's start with why uh, the civil rights allegations even matter. V, did you know that uh, someone could violate your civil rights and their the Department of Justice would not care? Well, <laughs> yeah, I okay, did. wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm pretty experienced in that one. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> the do you know what what do you know what makes the Department of Justice care? That's the better way to say it. So if someone discriminates against you, why oh. why does the Department of oh. Justice get involved? That's the better way to say it. If the Department of Justice, okay, so they're going to get involved. So someone discriminates against me, and I want the Department of Justice to get involved. Like why I, would they? What what specifically needs to be happening for the Department of Justice to be like we care? Uh, I need to be white, which I am. So that's helpful <laughs> for me. <laughs> As much as that sounds like how America runs, uh, <laughs> not, 
Not quite, my friend. Uh, you're close, though. Uh, here's oh, it is. so close. It just needs to be federal funding. And ironically enough, most cities that have the majority of white people get more federal funding. So uh... for there to be civil rights violations, for the DOJ to care about it, they have to have done those with federal funding. Essentially, the Department of Justice is like, you can't use federal money to be a dick. And right. to be fair, there's supposedly a state Department of Justice that's supposed to do the same thing. But as you can imagine... It's because Texas. it falls in the purview of Abbott, not really doing that. It's Texas. So uh, the Texas Tribune, ProPublica, uh, and um, the Marshall Project, along with the Army Times and a few other uh, actual news organizations, all sat down and started a joint investigation outlining the series of problems that the state leaders uh, around, excuse me, of that Operation Lone Star has surrounding specifically their claims of success. The way they treat the National Guard members who are uh, deployed there, which, by the way, there are more than 10,000 National Guard members deployed at the uh, border. And it's a big uh, border. I think yeah. it's I mean, Texas has the, the largest border with Mexico. Yes. So that is accurate. Yeah, it is accurate. It's a huge state. Do you know it's a how very big state it, it cost me hundreds of dollars to drive through that state? It takes hours to fly over it. It's hours. It's a long state. Uh, so let's walk through some of the instances that have been called out by ProPublica, uh, Texas Tribune and Army Times, as well as the Marshall Project. And we're going to walk through this in these two areas. Uh, well, these three specific areas. It's, uh, the state leaders claims of success, how National Guard members are faring on the project, and then any alleged civil rights violations. So let's start with the success. Right now, state officials are saying the operation is a success. They're saying Mm. they're stopping, they're, they're, they're putting up numbers for arrests and it looks on a surface to be working right so it's like we're stopping x amount of people at the border it looks like it's working so the tribune ProPublica, and the marshall project all did an investigation together and what they found is that state officials were including arrests in their numbers that had no connection to the border or to statewide drug seizures so they literally uh said that they have uh arrested thousands of people but then when they started going through all those arrests, what they found is the majority of those arrests uh, had nothing to do with the border. And the ones that did have to do with the border, another large majority of those were trespassing. Okay. So not like, trespassing is weird, right? So it's not right. like, and, and here's what's weird about trespassing. How do you know I'm not supposed to be here? <laughs> yeah. That's my real question about trespassing charges, especially like on the border. If I'm a brown person and I'm on one side of the border, if you run up on me, like you're trespassing. If you ran up on me, why? Why yeah. Why are we having this conversation? If you saw a brown person near the border and you stopped all brown people near the border, you can see why that would be like a heinous violation of civil rights, right? Because, again, you're discriminating based upon race and color. Yeah. Uh, what's unique about that is if they are the National Guard or if it's part of, of Operation Lone Star because $3 billion of funding went through it for fun- federal funding – they can't stop me at the border as a brown person and assume that I am a migrant or ask me that because that is I mean, a civil rights violation. I mean, they're they, not they, they, they're not supposed to. to. Right. It's a civil <laughs> rights violation. Uh, there's a I whole mean, lawsuit I know that's happening. Plenty of people, I know Navajos who've been stopped and be like, are you, are, it's, where's your papers? And they're like, I'm a, where's your papers? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm I'm Matt Black, but I've been stopped and be like, uh, are you? I was like, yeah, I'm I'm American. First of all, how dare you? Uh, I built this country. Secondly, um, 
I, I, the other weird part about this is it's okay. So those large part of the the arrests are trespassing cases. They were also counting. Here's some of the charges they were counting. Uh, so sexual assault and stalking, which okay, cockfighting. Oh, interesting. They were counting cockfighting in those charges. Now, am I one to say that a particular culture gravitates towards cockfighting? No, I am not saying that. However, will I say that some cultures uh, do not look upon cockfighting as illegal or as it's just a form of sport? Yes. Yeah. And it is weird to me that there's a charge. It would be like charging black people for breakdancing. Like, <laughs> I get that it's not part of your culture. And maybe, like, if it got a little aggressive, you could be like, this is loitering. But <laughs> you're making a big deal about how these people aren't American. And then when they do non-American stuff, you're, like, trying to, like, arrest them. It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense is what I'm trying to say. So, like, the, the border in general, when we look at arrests, it seems like they're doing a great job. In fact, uh, they have detained more than 900 migrants in state prisons. Uh, and they took the state prisons and they've turned them into state-run jails. Um, but here's what happens with the trespassing charges, by the way, many of the trespassing charges get dismissed. And I think that makes sense. We just talked about like why right. they would, or the migrants, uh, post bond, uh, the case gets dismissed. They get taken back to the border and get processed. Uh, if it, they get bonded out, they, uh, are released to ice. Once they're in ice, they're held in immigration de- detention, released on asylum bonds, which means that they are kind of let go into the country to come back because they're asking for asylum. Or they're deported to their country of origin. And if they aren't sure of the country of origin, they deport them to Mexico. Oh, so they're like, we don't know where you're from. Just go to the next country over. Yeah, we're just going to put you in a, not our country, essentially. And Mexico, because they're Mexico, has agreed to let that happen. And so here's what's happened. Uh, they said that a lot of clients who have been bonded out of state prison into immigration detention can't be located. So they go into ICE custody and then they can't find them again. That's no, that's not good. Yeah. And if you're bonded out and you can't be found and we know what ICE does. So again, they are deporting people back to their country of origin or to Mexico or they're in detention. Well, if they're not in detention and you can't find them in detention, guess where they are? Chicago? No, Mexico. They're getting deported (laughs) back. They're just deporting people back. And if you're, if you're an asylum seeker, even so like if you're an asylum seeker, the reason you come to the United States is because it is difficult to get into the United States. And if someone's yeah. like, I'm going to kill you, right? it's, it's, like, it's harder for them right. to follow you into the U.S. It's very I gotta, hard. got to move. Someone's going to yeah. kill me. And there's there's a lot of countries that are hard to get into that you go to. So like, you know, uh, the U.S., England, uh, Spain. There, It's just yeah. there are countries that are difficult to get into. The EU in general, I would imagine, would be like, it's just, it's just difficult to get into. So you go someplace where you live in another country where it's difficult to get in. Uh, but like if... Uh, one of those countries that's not difficult to get into is Mexico, especially for other uh, Latin or Latin America countries. So like for other, uh, I, I hate that phrase actually, other South American countries, sorry. For other South and Central American countries, it's difficult It's, it's difficult to get into America, but it, or the United States, it is not difficult to get into Mexico. So if you get right. sent back to Mexico or to your home country, which as you can imagine, if you're getting sent back to your home country, real problems if you're seeking asylum because your home country is threatening your life. Yeah. But if, even if you get sent back to like Mexico, it's easier to get into Mexico as we've been seeing by the fact that they let us deport people there all the time. 
So if I'm trying to kill you and I know you went to the United States and you got deported back to Mexico, I can just go back to the, I go to the U.S. myself, get deported to Mexico, and chances are I'm going to be in the same place you are because we're not trying to disperse anyone. And I'm, I'm there. I'm here. I'm now here ready to kill you. I can find you. I can trace you. I can find you. I can get to I can kill you. And in the case of people getting sent back to their home country, obviously I can kill you. I can find you because you got sent back here. So hi, I'm still here. So in all these cases, like for some people who are seeking asylum, if we're really trying to help asylum seekers, this isn't how you do it. You don't send them to another country where they're not safe, nor do you uh, send them to some, you know, temporary country where they're not safe. Right. And if you release them on asylum bond, the idea is that they should be able to be found. And at the very least, if they're held in detention, uh, immigration detention, we should know where they are. But... ICE doesn't care. I, I mean, ideally, yeah. Like, where are these people that you are detaining? Yeah, we should know where they are. And so, like, it's it's to the point where, uh, obviously, that's sort of bad. But let's talk for a couple seconds about the National Guard. Over 10,000 National Guard members uh, and Department of Public Safety troopers are on the border and have built fencing. They've worked with Operation Lone Star throughout the entire initiative. That's where some of that $3 billion in federal funding went. But uh, there's an investigation by the Tribune and the Army Times where they showed that there were delayed payments to some of the National Guard soldiers. Mm -hmm. There was a shortage of critical equipment and there were poor living conditions. And then there was previous reporting by the Army Times that traced suicides uh, from of a specific Texas National Guard soldier that was assigned to the mission uh, at his border, dubbed Operation Lone Star. Uh, he shot and killed himself in an alcohol-related incident and then survived an- uh, and another survived a suicide attempt during the week between Christmas and New Year's Day. So they Dang. outlined these two suicides. Like one, one is deemed accidental because they got drunk, but yeah, yeah I forgot. You can see uh, my face. I, other people can't. I'm like, ah. A, a drunk often accidental. speaks a sober mind. Uh. Yeah, uh, the whole Invino Veritas point yeah. yeah it's it's just one of those things where it's like ah uh, and then it doesn't bode well though that you know they're missing checks and, and i think that's the thing that is difficult for people to understand about soldiers in general is uh we think the army pays really well because we've been told that but who said that well most people think the army pays really well oh, i guess i've just that. known enough people who've been in the army where i'm just like what they pay shit they don't pay well at all they uh, pay they, shit they don't take care of you uh um, do not care about you uh especially if you're a person of color like just yeah Chalk that bad boy up. So uh, that's one big issue uh, that I think, like, so the paychecks is an issue. And I think that's, I don't know what's causing that. I'm actually kind of curious about that. But I've, I'm curious about even more so about like the suicides. I don't understand what's driving that. And other than just bad conditions, but are the conditions so bad that like you have to kill yourself? I mean, it. I maybe they you know, you might be upset with the way that things were going and the, like, I know a lot of, um, I mean, I'm not a vet myself, but a lot of vets deal with suicidal ideation because of the things that they have done or been ordered to do, uh, well deployed or they're dealing with pain because they're disabled from, from fighting. Um, I mean, there's lots of reasons that I think vets end up in that situation. Um, I, yeah, I think there are. Uh, it makes me wonder what type of conditions that they were dealing with. Um, yeah, you know, in order for it to get that extreme. So there's been multiple suicides associated with this um, 
this this mission and they've been reported by Army Times. I'm just going to read this. All right. Private First Class Joshua R. Cortez was preparing to accept a lifetime job with one of the nation's biggest health insurance companies in late October. But the Texas National Guard had other ideas. The state's mission to guard its border with Mexico, known as Operation Lone Star, was rapidly expanding, and that meant involuntary action, activations were necessary to meet Governor Greg Abbott's troop quotas. Cortez was one of the soldiers tapped to go on state active duty orders with no idea how long the mission would last. I've been waiting for this job and I'm on my way to getting hired, the 21-year-old mechanic wrote in his request for a hardship release from the mission. I missed my first opportunity in September when I had to go on the flood mission in Louisiana. I cannot miss this opportunity because it's my last opportunity for this lifetime job. Cortez's company commander recommended approval, but his battalion commander and brigade commander, Colonel Robert Crockham of the 176 Engineer Brigade, disapproved, writing, Soldier can deploy. If offered a job, then soldier can, give, can be given time for training. Crockham signed the form at 8.19 p.m. on November 4th. Sometime in the next 36 hours... Private First Class Joshua R. Cortez drove to a parking lot in northwest San Antonio and shot himself in the head. First responders found him at 7.40 a.m. on November 6th. Cortez and three other soldiers tied to Operation Lone Star have died by suspected suicide in the past two months, according to family members. And they are uh, Sergeant Jose L. De Hoyos was found dead in Laredo, Texas. Cortez died overnight November 6th. Sergeant John Kenny Crutcher died November 12th. As time ran out in his temporary hardship waiver, and Lieutenant Charles, our first Lieutenant Charles Williams, was a platoon leader who committed suicide and died at home overnight while he was on pass. So that's four suicides in the span of about four or five months. And like, I, I wanted to read the story about Cortez because I think it highlights why these suicides are happening, to your point. Yeah. Like, it's difficult to try to like pin down what it is, but it's, it's missed opportunities. It's realizing that what you're doing at the border may not be be something you agree with yeah uh and i think it's it's the 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 conditions at the border the lack of equipment the lack of focus i think all of those things are contributing to suicides uh from national guard members and on top of all of that so we talked about it was suicides it was that and then there were civil rights violations and the thing that i think we should all take away from this and this is the last thing before we have to actually wrap up is that uh there are currently i want to say uh Ah, uh, man, now I've lost the thing I'm looking at. Currently, ACLU is opening a, <clears throat> excuse me, the ACLU is, has currently opened, opened a lawsuit against uh, Operation Lone Star, specifically trying to show that there have been Title VI civil rights violations by Operation Lone Star, um, which should not surprise anyone uh, because we've already kind of outlined a lot of stuff that sounds like it's kind of an issue. Right. Um, but here's what's i guess relatively unique about this i don't know if the lawsuits or like from the aclu or the doj is really ever going to stop the issue because because the issue here is is nuanced and and i I think this is the the last thing that we have to say before we wrap for real the issue is we don't as a culture and i'm trying to say this nicely we don't know what role immigration plays in our culture. I don't think we really appreciate how much immigration has improved overall American life. I don't think we really understand it. And I think the overarching loudest voice in the room that drives policy is hateful of people of color, of people who are immigrants. 
And because that loud voice is there and the rest of us, because we, we don't know enough and we aren't aware of what's happening, as well as just because uh, to some extent we don't know the damage that can be that's being done right. are relatively quiet. And that's not necessarily a, a bad thing about us. It's just we don't know any better. But that's that's kind of where I think we are right now. Um, because this isn't going to stop uh, just because the ACLU is like looking to sue someone, right? right. I mean, like... Lawsuits are great, and judges are great, and the courts are great, but the problem is there's a large swath of people who are in control in Texas uh, who absolutely positively hate immigrants, and until they no longer hate immigrants, we're going to treat immigrants like they're not people, and we're going to hate immigrants by proxy, unfortunately. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... It's stupid and dumb, and I hate it. Yeah, uh... Other than that, I don't know what else we can do. Um, uh, there have been a lot of civil rights violations where people have been detained in jail for far longer than they should have, uh, mm-hmm. more than the habeas corpus. It's it's kind of a mess. Uh, but I think the the key here is if you are 100% against this, uh, the person whose idea it is and whose brainchild is, is Abbott. So if you're in Texas, as much as I hate to be like, vote i mean like vote. yeah go to his house yeah rough up his kid i don't know no don't do that no don't do that don't do that i don't know if he has a kid uh all right so v um we have to wrap yeah first of all is there anything that you want to say any last words on uh i really hope greg abbott loses his his next uh supposedly beto is is doing the beto's pulling some numbers yeah beto's Beto's got some numbers numbers. it'll be interesting uh it, it will be interesting to see what happens uh, v, if people want to reach out to you uh, to talk to you um, about uh, other cool names for operations other than Lone Star, um, what, um, where can people find you? Operation, just give people houses. Uh, yeah. You can hit me up on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. I'm at V Chatty. That's V E E C H A T T I E. Jay, what about you? Where can people find you? Um, you know what? You can find me at adjective underscore Jay <laughs> uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, and apparently now on TikTok. I have not, <laughs> I have not dropped any TikTok content. Um, guns going to at some point, but yeah, it exists. That's me. Does exist. Uh, I will put up a profile picture or something so it looks more like it is me. And yeah, so that's where you can find me. Uh, you can find the show at Frowntown Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also find us at Frowntown uh, Twitch TV, uh, Twitch TV, excuse me, dot front slash Frowntown because we are there. That's it. That's everything. The last thing I want to say, uh, just a wholehearted, uh, deep throated. Go fuck yourself to Governor Greg Abbott. I have never met a person more that I just want to punch in the face. Like, it's just... <laughs> and the, the worst part about it is I realize if I ever did that, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail immediately. I'm yes. not... If if I'm lucky, chances are I'm going to get shot. But I, I could I could, I could, could punch him in the face. Just not even like a hard punch. Just a, just a, a casual, not even blood drawn. Just a, I don't like you. Like a, a Will Smith slap. I could Will Smith slap him <laughs> and get shot in the chest for it. And yeah. as I'm bleeding out, I'm just like fucking worth it <laughs> <laughs> because I just, it's just, 
Ugh, I fucking hate this dude. I have never wanted to see someone be penniless more. I keep hoping that like, and this is a terrible thing that happens that I, I hope for, but I keep hoping that sure. we find out that like Greg Abbott uh, is like extorting billions of dollars and then he goes to jail and it's like, ha ha. But then I have to hope for someone to go to prison and I hate that right. shit. So it's it's a it's a terrible catch 22. Long story <laughs> short, um, I want all the worst things in life to happen to Greg Abbott and to no one else. Uh, um, I want everyone to have the best life ever and him to have the worst life so he can see the contrast between everyone else's life and his. That's what I I want for him uh now that i've wasted five to ten minutes saying that uh we're gonna grab thank you so much uh, for listening uh and again just fuck you greg abbott just one giant fuck you you and honestly i like texas texas is fine it's a lot of good people in texas but that asshole is not one of them yeah he's not one of them Ah, uh, god okay yeah F-con. we're out yes fcon <laughs> mm-hmm.